1239. Let me turn to that together. God bless you this morning, saints. Nice to see you again. Nice to be with you. Many are away, but we're here. So let's just give everything we have this morning and minister Brother Murphy will just feel right at home. We're going to have a wonderful special as well. I'm looking forward to this morning. It's going to be a really special time. Amen. I had this song that was just running through my mind. I love the words to it. Why don't we just sing it together? Is anything too hard for God? It's out of your hands. You've done all you can do. You've given God the
goodness of God all my life. You have to see. And all my life you have been faithful. And all my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, I will sing of the goodness of God.
blessed be your name, Lord Jesus. Truly, Lord, you have been good to us. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, what a faithful God. Amen. Let's just sing faithful one. He's so unchanging. Blessed be the name of our God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Blessed be your name, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, faithful God. 
Amen. Brother Dave Chibernoff, could I ask you to come maybe open the service for us in a word of prayer? We do have a bit of an update, a prayer request from Sister Clara Woman. Dear precious saints and family of God, just a little update on how I'm doing with the cancer business. Saw the doctor Friday, all looks pretty well. We just have to pray that the tumor marker will go down more, and through all your prayers it has already. I'm feeling great. God bless you all. God bless you, Sister Clara. Amen. The Gertzen family also is just wanted to remember the family in prayer. Brother Scott Miller, Sister Katie Gertzen's dad, went to be with the Lord on Monday night. Please remember the Miller family in prayer. There will be a service this coming Thursday on the 24th in Ferndale, Washington at Green Acres Memorial Park for all who would wish to attend. Let's just remember Sister Katie and the family. The Lord would use them during this time. Amen. Could we also please remember Sister Bev as she is not feeling her best right now. I want to remember the Collins family. Our sister Laura went home to be with the Lord after a long battle with cancer. And as for God, His way is perfect. And we know that, but we do just ask the Lord, the Comforter would come and just be with the Brother Ryan and the family. Sister Paula, it's her sister, just wanting to lift them up before the Lord. As Brother Branham says in the message, our pastors referenced it many times. It's so special to me how we lift them into your presence through prayer. Amen. Maybe we could just bind our hearts together as Brother Dave comes at this time. Thank you, Brother Dave. Let's just bow our heads, saints. Heavenly Father, once again, Lord, it's a great privilege to be in your presence. We thank you for your keeping power. You kept us all another week to bring us into the house of God, Lord. And as it's been my lot now to lead this group of people in prayer before your presence, Lord, we want to remember these needs that have been brought before you this morning. We think of those that have lost loved ones, our sister, that much prayer went up for our sister, Laura, Lord, and we were trusting and hoping, believing that you would raise her up. But Lord, it was your will to take her father. And I think back to when a prophet went through that, Lord, and you took his wife and baby home and it looked like the end of the world, but you had a plan for his life, Lord. Let it be the same for our sister's husband and their children, that you do have a, it looks like a dark time, but you have a plan for their life that what you took away, you can give back tenfold, Father. We pray that you'd bless and comfort them. And our sister Katie, who's lost her father, we all know those losses in life, Lord. Letting go, I know he, he came to this church, he sat in your presence, Lord, and we thank you that he had that opportunity to be in the house of God. We pray that you'll comfort her. Lord, the demon of cancer, we drive it back in the name of Jesus Christ for our sister, our brother Henry, anyone who's afflicted, Father. We stand against it all in the name of Jesus Christ, our sister Bev. Every demon of diabetes and arthritis and cancers and depression, Lord, we just come against it. In the name of Jesus Christ, believing, Lord, that you are the victor over all of these demons, Father. You cast him down from hell one day, Lord, from heaven, Lord, and he's under your foot, and we believe that, Father. Now bless the service, bless Brother Murphy. We lift him up into your presence, in Jesus' name, committing all these things, each one in divine presence. Meet their needs, Lord, we ask. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Brother David. You may have your seats. 
Maybe as we take up the offering, let's just sing, shout to the Lord, my Jesus, my Savior, Lord, there's none like you. My Jesus, my Savior, Lord, there is none like you. All of my days, I want to praise the wonders of your
Amen. Wonderful to be in the presence of the Lord this morning. Well, this morning I wanted to greet you on behalf of Brother Biscoll. He's at home and he wanted to be sure to be remembered to you this morning. And so, Brother Ed's watching the service. We want to say, God bless you, Pastor. God bless Brother Ed Biscoll. Amen. What a warrior. What a testimony. What a man of God. We love him dearly. Well, we had a wedding on Friday, and it was wonderful. You know, everybody should take heart. It doesn't matter how long time goes, there's the right one coming. Boy, that was a weak amen. Come on, exactly right. There's Brother Dan, and there was Sister Nicole standing there, and Brother, somebody made the comment, you know, when he graduated, she was just in grade six. <laughs> Something to that effect. But, you know, God has the right timing, and we want to thank God for the union of Brother Dan Diaz and Sister Nicole Diaz. Amen. God bless them on their honeymoon. I want to let you know that Brother Henry's faith is high. So we're praying with Brother Henry. I said to Brother Henry the other day before we went down to, uh, to get ready for the wedding on Thursday. I said, Brother Henry, we will not be denied. We tell that devil we're not giving him one inch. And we're claiming Brother Henry's healing for the glory of God. Brother EBA is doing well after his operation. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Imagine the size of a small lemon in your brain pressing, your, pressing on your optic nerves, your eyes. And we, the brothers, of course, have been noticing things changing for him over the last little while, and Brother David Adamora took charge, and he's done a masterful job and a wonderful brother, and has kept him um, as a companion. Brother Jean, God bless you, and all the brothers that have gone up to see him. He's doing well. Now we just want the restoration of the optic nerves and his sight to come back. And here's an announcement for the skilled laborers within the Church of the Living God. Did you get that? Mark, I'm not looking at you, of course. Of course not. You're skilled. I know you're skilled. But the camp is needing for the next few weekends uh, to get it upgraded and updated to um, Brother Michael and Brother Jeff has asked for, for this next Saturday coming up and the following Saturday. And, of course, we know that once we get into April 1st, there will be no requirement for testing so that we should have a lot of skilled laborers at the camp. But it will be starting next Saturday. If you can, please make it. Let the office know. Let Brother Michael or Brother Jeff know so they would have a number so they can prepare for your luncheon. Amen. And we want to remember Brother Tim Dodd. He's in Ethiopia at this time. And, uh, you know, when you're on the field, it does seem lonely at times, Sarah. Don't worry. It seems lonely. You might be lonely, but I know what it is to be on the field. And we want to remember our brother laboring for the kingdom of God. And he'll be back at the end of the month. And um, we're just believing that God will give him a great, great reward in heaven for his time. Amen. Well, that's it. And I believe we have a special. Brother Ryan, so why don't you come and do that? And Sister Jubilee and those who are going to be singing with her, maybe you can come at this time. And 
Brother Caleb Frey, I'm going to recruit you to help me with the microphones up here while I get set up, if you wouldn't mind doing that. Amen. Let's just, let's sing that chorus again. Shout to the Lord, all the earth. Let us sing as they come and get ready. Shout to the Lord, all the earth. Let us sing. I make one announcement, the Frey family and Diaz family had also just put in a, a word of thanks to all those who were involved, and uh, the link that's on the church website is still active for those who would like to see the wedding. So you're going to enjoy this special, so I'd like you to do a little something special and let the people up here know you're enjoying it while you're enjoying it, because it's wonderful, and we can all enter and worship together. Amen. God bless you. Amen. God bless you, saints of the living God. Um, we have a special today. It's a combination of two songs, um, You Are All That Matters and You Are Great. Um, so we are proclaiming and declaring that God is all that matters to us. We're going to put God um, above all things in our lives. So as we worship today, just join us and worship our God. Amen.
tremble at your presence. What a man, you God, we serve. Let's sing it together as we invite our brother Murphy. sing it together how great is our God let's sing it all together before we go through the word
worship him all together. Oh, how great our loud Lord. What a name and an above all name. The name of Jesus that we love. The name of Jesus that saved us. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We give you all the glory and all the praise and all the honor. All the mighty, all the power is all given to thy name. Oh, Lord, all heavens and earth will have the name and after that name. Oh, we thank you, Lord. Oh, you're the mighty warrior. You're the one that are resurrected. Lord, you're the one that are resurrected of the dead. Lord, we were dead in the trespasses. We were dead in sin. But, Lord, you resurrected at us and put out the life that eternal that's in us. Oh, how we thank you, Lord. How we praise you, Lord. Oh, Father, we give it all and ourselves to you. Lord, as we come into the word again, Lord, we pray that a name and above all name, that of the Jesus, that who was yesterday, today, and forever the same, that it come down that again. Lord, that we fellowship with you. Lord, and may your word and make it become a reality to us again. Oh, God, speak to it, our heart as we go to your word. And may you reveal yourself in your word because, the Lord, you are the word. Oh, we thank you for all the testimony. Lord, we saw that how you been working on behalf of our brother Henry. Lord, to say the smile, to say the face, that in it is harder towards you. Oh, God, and there is many other needs as well. But, Lord, we know that if you can do it to one, Lord, you will do to all the others. If we meet you on the same base of a faith, Lord, you will move. Lord, we bring all those in need before you. Lord, also remember Brother David Royce is a mom. Lord, has to put a request. And on the Wednesday, Lord, our heart goes to her. Lord, I just pray that the same God that meet so many need, that the same presence of a God that will go to her as well. We thank you, Father. We give you all the glory, give you all the honor. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Let's turn to the scripture. Thank you so much for the special. And uh, last night, I already heard that because uh, they're uh, down in my basement and started practicing and almost uh, going into the prayer meeting myself just by hearing that. Thank you so much. Let's turn to a book of script, uh, a book of a Philippine. What a great God that we serve. If we just have a simple faith to Him, you know, He doesn't require much from us, just require only believe. And all things are possible. Amen. Book of Philippians, chapter 2. Let's read from verse, uh, verse 5. The Bible reads, That this mind being you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of a God, thought it not to robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of a man. And, be, and being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself, and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God also has highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above all name, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow, of things in heaven 
and things in the earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord to the glory of God the Father. May the Lord bless his word. You may be seated. I would like to speak of the title, uh, When Life Matches the Name. So when we're talking about the name, uh, there are many things, um, uh, you know, spoken about the name. I remember the one time uh, the person said that the most beautiful thing that can ever be, uh, the year can ever heard is when your name was pronounced. Because when we talk about the name, name is um, doesn't, it's just a name tag. Name is, doesn't just... Um, uh, it was just, um, uh, just a few letters that's uh, put together. But name is uh, uh, regarded as that person. Whatever that person is, whatever that, uh, that person has lived. And so when you heard about it in the name, uh, you don't think it's a letter. Or in Chinese, it's just a certain character. But you think about the name, it's the life of that person. Or who that person is and the, what that person is. And so uh, if you're talking about... Um, uh, that's just for an example. If you're thinking about Brennan Murphy, uh, you won't think about uh, uh, some pig or some cow or some uh, or Brother, uh, Brother Jay or or, uh, or Brother Jerry. You're thinking about sort of Brennan Murphy as uh, you know his uh, I don't know even how high I am. Just a short little guy, <laughs> a little size, you know. And so uh, uh, he's come from China, and so the, he's, um, you know, he, he sounds funny when he pronounces it in English. He bites his tongue when he preach, and uh, there's all kinds of things that's related that uh, to that a person that you can, uh, of course, that every person when they're viewing that name, uh, they have a per, uh, different perspective of that name. They're thinking about certain things of that name, but uh, summarizes all of that that into the name. It just shows that's the person that when you talk about the name. And so when we're thinking about the, the person, you know, they, are, they, they must be matched to their name. And so whatever that a person's alive, it, you can, uh, it can be um, mistaken to some other things. So the, the name and the, the person, they actually is in one. And when we're just singing the song, how great is our God and the special things. What a great name that the Lord gave uh, uh, to us, the name of Jesus Christ. And when you're thinking about the name of Jesus Christ, you don't think about just a human being that a few thousand years ago that uh, on the history, but you think of that a person. You're thinking about the life that he lived, the life that he uh, born, the life that he died, the life that he was buried, and also the life that was resurrected. So there was a whole bunch of things that that's related and that, uh, uh, or, or the word capsulized that in that so, uh, name of Jesus Christ. And so while I do some uh, uh, search on the Google, and it's talk about the name and the, the, the person, and then I find out it's very interesting. And some of the, the people, their name was um, a very matching uh, to their life. And so actually, they, said, they actually said that uh, it's almost, they don't know if it's a name determined the life, or is the life determined the life. It be, uh, determ- uh, the life determines the name. So I'll just give you some name that maybe you can also guess that. Uh, the one name is called a Sue Yu. <laughs> and actually, she's an attorney. <laughs> and there's a, another one named Rich Fairbank. And he's a billionaire and a CEO of the Capital One Bank. 
So you brothers have a financial problem. You know what to do. And there is a name called a Sarah Blizzard. And he's a meteorologist and a television weather present, uh, presenter for BBC. And there's another name called Amy Fraze. He's an American me uh, meteorologist. And there's one name called John Blow. John Blow. And he's an English pipe organist as Westminster Abbey. And he sure can blow. <laughs> that matches his name. And he also has another person. Uh, this will go to Chuck. Got out of him. He said his name is a Chris Moneymaker. <laughs> he's actually an Amer American poker player. And the 2003 World Series of a poker champion. I don't even know they have that type of a championship. But his, uh, his name is a Christ moneymaker. And uh, there is another name because of Jonathan Quick. And he's an American professional ice hockey uh, goaltender for the Los Angeles uh, Kings of the NHL. And um, this will be the last one. You will guess what, is, uh, what this is from. His name is a Corona Retawan. He's actually, yeah, you guessed it right. He's actually the Indonesian physician who leads the Mohammedan's command center for the coronavirus pandemic. This name is a very matching uh, to, uh, to their life, we could say. We don't know if this is a name determines the life or if this life determines their name. But they live, uh, live up to what their name has named them for. I don't know if it's the name is just because uh, for fun or they later they change their name or whatever that is. But his name means something. And I think even Brother Brandon was talking about so this, uh, you know, if your name, your name, uh, your child is Ricky or your Elvis or whatever, is it to change your children's name? Because the name might have a certain meaning of it. And to the, uh, the certain the people, when they name the certain things, it's almost like they take on a certain uh, a spirit and of that name. And um, uh, there's a, some of them, the name is very different uh, for, from the life that they lived. And so the, the, uh, those names, uh, if I can call that, the, the life and the name are just totally two different things. It was exactly the opposite. And one person's name is uh, Rob Bank. And he actually is a police officer. <laughs> and there's a one name, uh, his name is Larry Playfair. Play fair. He's actually an NHL's defense man, uh, very much known for his fighting. So they put his name his name of Play Fair. So you see, the name, some people you, you find out that they give it the name, but the life that they live of the name was totally different from the name that what they have. But we have one that his name is exactly match to what his life has been living. And his name is Jesus Christ. And his life, he was a Jesus when he was born. When he was a die, he's still Jesus. When he was a born, he's a Jesus, the Jehovah is a savior. And his whole life has been manifest to Jehovah that is a savior. And as the life is going on, he's actually in the name and take on a new meaning. Not new meaning, it has a meaning has already predestinated in that name that he manifested in his lifelong life. Then it is the name of Jesus, he manifested he's the healer. In that name of Jesus, he manifested the Jehovah Jireh. In that name, he manifests himself the Jehovah Rapha. In that name, he manifests the Jehovah, he's a mighty warrior. 
in thy name he manifested and he said I am the way I'm the truth and I'm the life he said, I'm in that name. He said, in that man is fighting. Nobody take my name away. Nobody take my life away. But I lay my life down. And I have a right to pick that life again. He manifests a full life that in that name. He live up to his name. And Brother Bram talking about to what think of E. Christ. He said, what if we tonight could call his arch enemy? Judas Escaret, the very name of Judas just makes us shiver. Now the word Judas is not such a bad name. Not up till that time. Perhaps many little Jewish boys was named Judas. I don't know. But, Judah, but perhaps it come from the name of Judah, the tribe. But it was a, what Judah did that makes people fear and shake it in the name of a Judas. Judah is a good name. It was the name of the end of the Bible. Probably coming from the tribe of Judah. As the brother Brandon would say. But he never lived up to this name. And actually his name was totally different. For what it's supposed to be. Praise be to God. And it was a totally different life that he lived. And it was not matching with the name that he was at. And so he's the person who lived the life. Enter the two. Give them the name of the meaning. So whenever that the person thinking about that name, and that they are associated with that name with that person, that what life that he has lived. And that but what makes the name of Jesus so sacred? Is that there was a many little boys that named Jesus because that was Jehovah saved. But it was what Jesus did and what he was what makes his name so reverent tonight. That all the family in heaven is named after him. Not so much of a, what your name is, but what you are with your name. So every, everyone, we have an earthly name that we to identify it ourselves. But there is a many, uh, uh, you know, I think that every one of us has a name. And no matter you are coming from uh, which country, they may be pronounced a different. But name is not without the meaning. When you give them the name... Yeah, if I ever said my, China, uh, my name is Mingfai, it doesn't mean anything to you. Because, but in the Chinese, they mean something. When the parents give their name, they call them, oh, my parents call me Mingfai, it's because the Ming means the bright. And to the Fai, it doesn't mean the glory. So they give them the meaning of it. And to the maybe called a Smith, uh, it doesn't mean anything to me, Smith. Uh, what, what, maybe the, maybe the you, uh, you know, and then they give it a name of Blacksmith. And uh, just like that, a Rob Bank. I don't know how the parents are to give the name of the Rob Bank. I guess he tried to prove himself. I'm not a robber, so he wanted to be a police officer. But you see, that the name of, no matter, uh, maybe in my own language, it doesn't mean anything. But, but to the person who knows what is the word talking about them, they know exactly what that means for them. So when the word of a God that is coming to us, he gives us his mind we know exactly as the bride of Jesus Christ what that word that means to us. To the denomination of the Christian for the Jesus name, and, uh, to the unbeliever, Jesus name, and it's just a historical guy. The figure. 
And to some of the denominations, though, of the people, when they hear it in the name, and the, their name out of Jesus, it's just the, uh, the good man that has died that in, the, in the history. But to the bride, the name of Jesus was completely different. It's not because of the name change, but the life we understand that Jesus lived, it become a totally different from the denomination of the world. But even in the, the message of believer, even in the message of church, if that name is living inside of you, and you have the different understanding than the person who just put that name on the shelf, who just go to the, become a church goer, just go to there to understand in the name of Jesus. But for you, when the life of Jesus is living in you, it took on a totally different meaning about in the name of Jesus. So when God gave it to Jesus, gave it a name and to uh, Jesus Christ when he was born. And uh, there's a whole story, there's a whole lifelong that's a living, uh, uh, it's a behind that name that Jesus ha uh, has to live it out. And when God, when we said that we're a Christian, or the like of Christ, like a, it was the one that the like of Christ, and that it's not just though. Oh, we live in a church-going life, but there is a whole different meaning of life that in God's mind that need to be manifest while we on this earth. So when uh, when we talking about uh, we said that we have the earthly name that everyone heaven, but we also have the heavenly name. I think that's a very easy for us to understand. My heavenly name is not a Murphy. Your heavenly name is not a Megan. We only have a one heavenly name that's a name after the Jesus Christ. Because the heaven and the earth all named Jesus Christ. And Jesus said, I came, I came in my Father's name. And what is the Father's name? Jesus. That is the Father's name. He's the, because every son that had come in their Father's name. So their name out of it, there is a whole string of things that are behind it. And to the one that God said to the Jesus, and that you give us a name, Jesus, that's already before the foundation of the world in the mind of God. That isn't his thought. So then when Jesus was born, that name was to start to manifest. It was come out of the flesh. And then the name is going on as it's going through the life. Then he was a, uh, he become an adult as he grow up. And then the name started to manifest even more. And then the name started in uh, going to the ministry, started to the healing, and started to uh, rebuke devil, to cast down demons, and then it made it to the person that was dead, resurrected, whatever that uh, in that name, when his life, when the, uh, when the name was pronounced, or that a person, or Jesus was born, all that's in that name is now, is starting to manifest. And all we name it after the name of Jesus, when we're coming on the earth, though we were a sinner, though we were in the, uh, something in the world, something in the, the church world, but as we start to born, our name, though I have an earthly name, but, but that doesn't mean anything. Because the brother Brandon said, I'm not to the Charlie and Branham's son. He said, one day I realized I'm the son of God, and we are the same thing. And I'm not just the son of my father. You're not just the daughter of your father and the mother. But you have a heavenly name. That name is the name of Jesus. Whatever that is in that name, it will have to be manifested in your personal life. 
And say, when we see Jesus, and what are we thinking about? When we're thinking about Jesus, we're thinking about the person. We're thinking about the person that lived a life. We're thinking about the Hoffman's when Jesus was 30 years old. Or we think it was a different like what God thinking of Jesus is. Because when God gave it in the name of the Jesus, and he said, He's the Jehovah, He's going to save us as a people. And let me quote the scripture here. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sin. And that is what was the God thinking about Jesus. And when we're thinking about the Jesus, and what is, let's say, what is the prophet had said in his word? In the, God's only provided a place of a worship. He said, and the name is in the word. Because he is the word. Amen. What is he then? The word interpreted is the manifestation of the name of God. So the name is in the word. So when we're thinking about a Jesus, actually, we should have thinking about when we call the name of a Jesus, he's actually, he is the word. So when we're thinking about the name of a Jesus, it's not only just the person, it's not only has the physical body, but he is God's word. And he said that the word interpreted is the manifestation of the name of God. So when we want to know the name of the God, it means the word has to be interpreted. And how to be interpreted? It's not just that you interpret it by your mouth, but whatever that word has said, it come to pass. That is the name of God. That is the true name or true interpretation of the name of God. So when God said that there will be light, the light come out, that is the manifestation of the name of God. When God said that there will be earth, the earth coming out, that is the manifestation of the name of God. When God said that there be a bride of Jesus Christ, and then the bride starts to live the life according to what God has ordained them before the foundation of the world, then that is the name of God is manifested on this earth. When God said in Malachi 4, that's supposed to come to turn the heart of the children back to the Father, and then John the Baptist has come. And then the second part, to, sorry, to turn the father's heart to the children, then John the Baptist came. And then the second part, to turn the heart of the children back to the father, when the prophet William Branham on the sin to fulfill that part of Scripture, what does that mean? That's the manifestation of the name of God. And Brother Ram said, no wonder flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father which is in heaven has revealed this to you of who I am. Yes, sir. So when we saw the word was interpreted, when we saw that the word started revealing himself, and we saw the name of God, because the interpretation is the manifestation of the name of God. And then in the Feast of the Trumpet, but Abraham said, it's what God says, that is the word. The bride is with the words. They are one. How can they be one? 
when that word that is wrote in there becomes in you and makes you and the word become one. When you receive the word, and then the word starts to interpret your life. The word starts to interpret. And that's you excel, you explain yourself. Is that how much you say, but God, the word inside of you, become a driving force, become a life that you received. That is not you interpreted the word, but it's the word, the life inside of you start to interpret himself. And when you pray, when you pray to the Lord, the things start to happen. When you're reading the, the scripture, when you saw God is my healer, by his stripe that I am a healer, what God is to do is interpreting his word. And by making the word come to pass, when you're reading the, the scripture, and it is said to repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sin, you shall receive the Holy Ghost. And when you're reading that word, and then you subject yourself to the word, then you go to the baptism, you repent, and what do you do? God is interpreting his word in your life. It's not you are doing it, but God himself interpreting your life. Makes you to follow what is the word of God as it said. Then he said that to make you enter the word become one. That's exactly what he promised. He said, then it an interpret. God don't need an interpret. When did it start to interpret? Is when you enter the word become a one. And then it interprets. What interprets? It's the word himself living inside of you. It's the word of God makes your life conformed to what is the word of God has to transform you to what is the word has said about you. He said, God don't need an interpreter. They say, well, we interpret it like this. You got no right to the interpreter, nothing. God does his own interpretation. In another word, it's the God himself living inside of you. You just received the word. Then the word will interpret the life before the world. Then the world, then the word start to live it himself out. When you receive the word, the word become a force. When you become one with the word, it's not you live anymore, but it's the word of a God, God Himself living inside of you. Then that life should match with that name. Because if the life doesn't Manifest it. If you're still living an old life that you always live, though you have a name of a Christian, though you have a name of, we call it a message of believer, but the life doesn't match. Because if the life, only when the life and the name match, it shows that you are in the Lamb's book of life. Before the foundation of the world, then God put his name that in there and associated your name with his name. Because you are manifested in this hour of what name of God is. Brother Bramah said, then God said, let there be light, and there was a light. So this doesn't need an interpretation. When God said that there's a prophet coming in this hour, the prophet coming in this hour. And that how to manifest in your life, you receive what is the prophet said. That is not you are living anymore, but it's the word that it preached living in you. And then how to let the name and the life be matched. You yield yourself to that word. 
And that a word will continually interpret his word. He interprets his word in your life. Then you believe for your children. Then you see God start moving that in them. No matter how wayward they are. But something starts to changing. Like what well, we have a different testimony. Brother Johnny and Brother Gabe. the Florence. And all this testimony. It only shows that the one thing. That their life starts to manifest. That their life is matching with the name that we hold true to. You said my children hasn't been saved yet. But you let that life be manifest. No matter how long they will take. That life will match with that name. He said, who would interpret that? He said, the virgin shall conceive. And she did. And that don't need any interpretation. It's already interpreted. God said this thing so would happen in this day. And it is. It don't need a, no interpretation. It interpreter itself. So you don't need to interpret the word of God. There was the message. You just let your life live it out. And then that life interpret the word and when that life was matching with the name that we claimed then demon tremble demon is not tremble just as to the name of Jesus demons is a tremble is when the life match with the name you think about it when demon it never said that the demon was the tremble or when it was just a baby Jesus but when that baby Jesus started to take on more life in him and start to grow up and start to manifest what God is supposed to set it to be, and that life started making the demon tremble. And it's the same thing when that life of Jesus Christ is living inside of you, you start to manifest that the life is matching with the name that makes the demon tremble. And Brother Bramma said that we do have today, by God's help, the perfect interpretation of the word with the divine vindication. It's not how much the word that is said, but it's the wisdom of vindication that makes this word become different from all the rest of the word. Because all the rest of the word of the denomination, there is no vindication to it. They said certain things, but nothing happened. They said to the Lord Jesus Christ, but there is nothing manifest that Jesus is alive in there. They said to the Jesus the same yesterday, today, and forever, and quoted exactly the same scripture that you were quoting, but there is no life behind it to match up with they claimed. But by God's grace, we have the perfect interpretation, the perfect vindication of the word in this hour. In another word, the perfect name of Jesus now is manifested in front of us. It is the rising of the sun. But remember, I said that the first one that come to mature, the first one that approved it was a weight, a wheat, that approved it was a sheaf. He said, Hallelujah, I'm sure you see what I'm talking about. It was waved over the people. And that the first time that were come forth for the bright age, for a resurrection out of a dark denominationalism, will be a message. That a full maturity of the word has turned back at again in its full power. And being waved over to the people by the same sight and wonders that he did back there. What we have to the message is to the perfect interpretation of the word with the divine 
vindication. Brother Bram has said it here, the full power, the full maturity of the word has come. Or if I can safely say, the full name of Jesus Christ now is being manifested. And God gave us a wave sheaf that is the prophet in this hour. What is the wave that is for? It showed to us the full maturity of the word now has come. All the power that in the name of Jesus Christ now is manifest right in front of you. All those of the age, the people, they claim they believe Jesus. They have the name of Jesus. But never one age like the age that we're having now. The full power of Jesus Christ. That name now is coming in this way. And that full maturity of the name of Jesus now is manifested right in front of us. That means that we can have that name. Though we pronounce the same name, Jesus Christ, like any denomination pronounced, but in that name, there's a full power. In that name, there was a full healing. In that name, there was a full deliverance. In that name, there was a rapture in that. The full power now in that name. Though we said in the name of Jesus Christ, what we do, we have possessed the full power of Jesus Christ. When we baptize it in the name of Jesus Christ, we're not baptizing it in the title. We're baptizing it into the full maturity, the full power of Jesus Christ. The reason is because of the message has come. The maturity of the message, the full power of the word now to come and manifest in us. So the prophets and ministry is like a wave sheave. But a wave sheave is only to show there's a more coming. The wave sheave is the first one that's a mature. But it, when the, it shows the more coming, it's not to the different one coming. It's, a, it's the same one just like the first one. It's not a something the weight of uh, all of a sudden become old. It cannot be just the barley. It must be the same wheat. And it must be having the same maturity. They just come a little later on. So when the prophet of the Lord has used him as a wave sheet in front of uh, a wave before us, it only shows there is a more sheaf is going to come. There is a more, the word has to be manifested in the bride that in this maturity, that it is a full power. It's not that a part of the power, but it's the full power. What is the wave she's representing? There's a full power that ended the prophets, but now that full power become a split in itself that into the many people, into the bride of Jesus Christ. It's the full maturity, that a full power that is right now in the bride of Jesus Christ who received the full word. What is the comeback? It is not a theology, but it is a matured word. It's a matured life. It's a life that can prove what it said about. The life has to be matched with the name. If we said to the word a believer, then there must be a life that is in the believer to match up with the name for. But Abraham said, but in the midst of all of it, through every age, 
and every prophet that had been or would be, there is going to be a certain amount of the people that is predestinated to hear the message. How we hear it on a message? By our own ability, by our own willing? No. It's the one that is in you to do his will. It's the one that's in you. He works in you to will and to do. It boasts by God himself. We are predestinated to hear the message. I was thinking of what a privilege that we have. It's not everyone can predestinate to hear the message. There was only a certain group of people. God said, I predestinate them to hear it in a message. In another word, in the mind of God, there is a foreknowledge. God knows that in certain, certain day, the Janelle, that you're going to hear the word. In a certain, certain day, brother, the Lamb, you're going to hear the word. No matter how dark of the world that you are in, no matter what to the, your past that it is in, but God has a foreknowledge. He said, I predestinated you to hear the word. The rest of them, they will never hear the word even. But not only that, and he said, and they will follow it. It's not that you try to pull up your socks and I'm going to follow it. But you have that same gene that is inside of you that you could follow him. In God's foreknowledge, already predestinated, he know you will follow him. Because inside of you, there is a gene of God that lays it in there. In another word, it's a part of a God that is living inside of you. You can't do nothing else but just to follow what is the word has said. No matter how the people, what else are the people has been falling away. And what else are the people, they try to say this and say that. But there is something inside of you, you cannot be deterred out of the way. Because God, before the foundation of the world, already put that a little seed inside of you. And when, when the seasons come, when the times has come, that life has to be manifested. And Brother Abraham said that those, they ignore, they ignore the crowds. They ignore the criticism of the unbeliever. They have no arguments with them. They've got one thing to do, that's a belief. And to get every bit of it they can. And soaking it in like a Mary who sat at the feet of Jesus Christ. For the believer, they have only one thing that in their heart they want to soak in whatever the word has said. Because they know the word is changing them. And if you are the predestinated seed, there is something inside of you. No matter what this world is saying, no matter how difficult that you went through, no matter how discouragement that is facing you, but you always want to follow the word. In all the ages, since uh, day one when Jesus, uh, he was uh, died and buried and resurrected, and from the first church age until the last church age, and uh, all this uh, 2,000 years, Jesus' name has, Jesus name has been declared and pronounced uh, and thousands, millions, even thousands by trillions of time by the people. And but 
Though people, they claim they said so. They believe in the name of Jesus. But gradually, the power of that name start to be taken out of it. And then they start to adding some other name into it. Like Mary, like uh, Saint John or Saint Paul, or different name, and they started to put it in there. And it come to the point even that the people don't baptize in the name of Jesus Christ anymore. But as it is the last stage, the name, the full name of Jesus, that are coming back. The full power of the name of Jesus, now that it came back. Because of the full power of the word has come back. We see that in the book, uh, in the uh, Pentecost, that when the day, in the day of the Pentecost, when Jesus' uh, name, uh, the Peter said, uh, the, the name, uh, uh, the one that's called Jesus, the Lord has made him uh, Lord and Savior. And that's the name of Jesus that is coming in and is a full power. Then the Holy Spirit starts to fall onto the people. In those days, those people, they have the power. When they mention about the name of Jesus, it means different than what the people now. And in those days, when they heard about, when they uh, uh, declared the name of Jesus, their life is matching with what the name has been pronounced. And to those of the people, the name of Jesus even brings fear that are to those people. But now, you mention about the name of Jesus, nobody really cared about it. And the different churches, the, all the, most of the churches, and now you will say it's only become a, a society. And then the people just come in there to have a little fellowship, and just to have a little talk, and to talk about their business, and talking about their life, and everything. The name of Jesus has lost its power. But not in the believer. To the one that, who believed in the name of Jesus, under the revelation of this is a message, Jesus' name still has the full power. Jesus' name still makes the demon tremble. Jesus' name still can deliver to the people. In Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14, For this cause I bow my knee unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. The whole heaven and earth is named of the Jesus Christ. Because, uh, because in, the, in the John 5, 43, Jesus said, I'm coming in my Father's name, and you will receive me not. So what is the Father's name? And the Father's name is Jesus Christ. That's why everyone is coming in is the Father's name. And the Bible, we just read in 3.15, said of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Whole heaven and earth, all named in name of Jesus. What does the whole family whole mean? Whole means each, every, any, all, the whole, everyone, all things, everything. The whole family of God is named Jesus Christ. So what does the family mean? The family coming from the word father is a Petra. And that means an author of a family or society of a person's animated by the same spirit 
as himself. One who has infused his own spirit into others who acutiated and governs their mind. Family is centered on the Father. If we said that we are the family of God, that means we're coming from one Father. And he said that the whole family, that means that in that family, there are many children. In that family, there are many members. But all these members, they have one Father. So the whole family is named, the family name of Jesus Christ. There's no one excluded. Everyone that is born, that in that family, they all have that family name. All members, when they have the same father, when they have the same father, same word, they believe the same message, same life, the living inside of them, they can claim, this is my father. I'm the member of that family. No matter who you are. No matter how tall you are, how short you are, you're still in that family. You said, I'm the weakest in that family, but you are still carrying the family name. You said, I'm a sick person that in that family, spiritually or physically, but though so, as sick as you are, you still carry that family name, the name of Jesus. No matter what you are, no matter how you think, oh, I'm so weak, I'm so depressed. But if you are born from the word that in this hour, if you are born from the family, you are born from the father, you have the same spirit that living inside of you, no matter what you go through, but you are still inside of that family. You are still a member of that family. Because he said that the whole family in heaven and in earth is all named in Jesus. The family means, he said that a race or a tribe or a group of a families, all those who in a given people lay claim to a common orange, origin. That shows if you are the family that you can lay claim to the common origin. And you said, I'm a weak, but you can still lay claim to the common origin. Lord, I'm weak, but I'm coming from you. Lord, I'm sick, but Lord, I'm coming from you. Lord, the Satan is tread on me, but Lord, I'm coming from you. In that family, that named after Jesus, everyone that in that family was included in there. No matter what situation they are in, no matter what uh, defects that seems like they are in, but they are still coming from the same family. And in the family of a God, there is a different people. But we all carry a one family name. That is the name of Jesus. That is the message of this hour has revealed that to us. But it's not just the name and that you claim you have. It must be have the life match the name. 
You said, I'm the family member of this family. What is your life? You can't say, oh, I'm a message of believer. What is your life? The, la- the life must match with what is the name and about. Because don't, don't, miss, don't forget, this time the name has come in full power. It's not a loser's age. They claim Jesus. In the West, it is the age. They claim Jesus. But that time, that name hasn't come in full power yet. But in this age, that name carries all the power, all the maturity, everything that is in that name. If you don't live up, up to that name, you're still only carrying the loser's Jesus name. You're still carrying the witness Jesus name. But in this age, when the full power come, when that full name come, God requires the full life has to be matched up with that full name. If you claim that you believe him. And Brother Bram said in the question and answer. He said, that's that great person, the Lord Jesus. He was a Jehovah. God unveiled in flesh. The Bible said, whatever you do in word and deed, do it all in his name. The Bible said, the whole family in heaven, the whole family in heaven is named Jesus. And the whole family on earth is named Jesus. That's praying in his name, living in his name, teaching in his name. Died in his name, be buried in his name, baptized in his name, resurrected in his name, go to heaven in his name. That's his name. And his bride is named Miss Jesus. He will take a people out of the Gentiles for his namesake. We only have a one name that is the name of Jesus. That's why I said that no matter what your situation, no matter how weak you are, but you still carry the name of the family name of Jesus. So when we're talking about the name of Jesus, it's not just to give you a badge or a name tag. Then you... uh, you said, okay, you put in the name of Jesus on there, and then the devil scared of you. He doesn't scared of that. It doesn't mean anything to him. And there was a many churches that in the name, even their church named after the name of Jesus. It said to the church of a Christ that are a different, a different name. But that doesn't mean anything. It has to be the life that is in that the people. It's the person that live in Jesus that makes the devil recognize him. So what a man is only if they just have the name. But it must be that the person living in them. And that if the, the person that is living in them is still the old person living in there. Though they have the name tag of Jesus, the Satan won't fear it about them. What makes Jesus the person that the devil feared so much is because of the life of living inside of him making the devil tremble. So what defines a person? Is it a person's character? That's a who he is and what he has done. 
all those things that are associated with a person's name. So when devil hears the name, or when he thinks of the name of Jesus, there must be have a certain things that are connected to that name with the personage of Jesus Christ. And that made him tremble. So that's why they said that the life and the name, it must be matched. Because when the life and the name match, it can take an effect on those demons. If the life and the name doesn't match, though no matter how you scream, how you shout to the name of Jesus Christ, I cast you out, that demon won't go. It's the life behind the name. It's not your name, but it's the name behind this name that makes the demon tremble, that makes the demon flee. And in the Bible, in the book of Acts, it talks about the event. There is a certain, a certain of the vegetables, the Jews, exorcist, took upon them to call over them which had an evil spirit, the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, We adjure you by Jesus, whom Paul preached. If we put it into today's version, we adjure you by Jesus. Whom uh, Will and Branham preached. Did the demon come out? No. I adjure you by the name that Brother Adebisco preached. Will that demon coming out? Oh, sometimes he will. If your life is matching. But if your life don't match it. And listen to what is the demon said. And there were seven sons of a one uh, Skiva. A Jew and the chief of the priest, which did so. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know. And Paul I know. But who are you? If we're putting this version, Jesus I know. William Branham, of course I know. He cast me out in each prayer meeting. He cast me out in every prayer line. I know them. But who are you? At Bisco, I know. He cast me out during on the altar. He casted me out from a certain person. He preached the gospel, making the whole hell shaken. But who are you? The name in those person doesn't match with the name that he preached. The name in those seven sons of Zekiva doesn't match. With, with what they declared that I adjure you in the name of Jesus. That name doesn't mean anything. That's why you saw many people that they got a shipwrecked. That on their journey, that are walking with the Lord under the message of this hour. Claim to be a message believer, but shipwrecked in their journey on the road. The reason is the message that they received only intellectually, but never come down into their life. So that the life of the living inside of them still is the whole life, but not in the life of Jesus Christ living in there. When the life and the name is it doesn't match, then the demon will say, Jesus I know, William Branham and I know, Tom Ray and I know, but who are you? 
And the man in whom the evil spirit was to lip on them and overcame them and prevailed against them so that they fled out of their house naked and wounded. I was thinking about how many people are naked and has been claiming to living the message or believing in the message for years after years. But years later, they become naked. Go back to the world, dress like a world, talk like a world, live like a world. Sometime you saw them in the picture, even worse than the world. Sheepracked. The life is not a matching with the name. I'm wounded. How many wounded that we can see? Sometimes you saw the children was in the wounded. Sometimes you say to the family members that are the wounded. What's the, what's the problem? The life is not a matching with the name. They're living under the name. They're coming to the church. They're living under the name of the Cloverdale Bible Way. They're living under the name of the Episcopal. They're living under the name of the message of believer for years after year. But there's no life living in there. They can talk like a believer, speak like a believer, sing like a believer, and preach like a believer. But there is no manifestation there. Life doesn't match with the name. But if your life matched with the name, then Paul said that I adjure you in the name of Jesus Christ. That demon left that other woman. That's that is a witchcraft. If the life matches with the name, when Brother Branham into the prayer line, tell the sister, your name is so-and-so, your address is so-and-so. He said, oh, I heard the, the demon was screaming. Why are you screaming? There's a life behind that name. The life that he lived match up with the name that he declared. When the name and the, and the life is matched together, you don't need to cast them out. Demon flee. Because the one he saw, he didn't saw you. He saw there's a Christ living in there. Was a Christ that cast the demon 2,000 years ago now living inside of you. And it doesn't now, it doesn't need your screaming and shout. That life demon recognize it. It has to let the word interpreted. Then that is the manifestation of the name of God. When you receive the word, you must let the word interpret himself that inside of you. And then when the word starts to manifest, when the word starts to take a hold, as you yield yourself to the word, then demon tremble about the name. Because the name now is manifested. Jesus has the name that above all name. God given him a name that is above all name. How he got that name. Or we see how he had that alive. Let's turn. Just turn to the scripture again. Book of Philippians we just read. Chapter 2.
chapter 2, verse 9. Wherefore, God also has highly exalted him and gave him a name which is above all name. God gave him a name that is above all name. But there's a key word here. It said a wherefore. Wherefore, that has been the reason by which this, uh, that's the reason that a God gave him a name and that above all name. What is the reason? We have to trace it at the back. See, what is the reason this? And in chapter 2, verse 5, it says that this mind being you, which was also in Christ Jesus. We're always talking about the, let the mind of a Christ be in us. But what is the mind of a Christ? He said, that this, that this mind be in you. He didn't say that. He didn't say two. It is there's one mind. That this mind be in you. And in verse 6, who being in the form of God, sought it not robbery to be equal with God. So Jesus Christ, he is in the form of God. Well, see, he is God. But what God said to you, he said, you are immature God. If we were in God, that is very easy to understand. If we were in God, then we are God's. Jesus in the form of his, the fullness of Godhead bodily. And we possess the same quality, not to the same quantity, but the same quality that is in Jesus, that is God that is also living inside of you. So he said, who being in the form of a God, thought it not a robbery to be equal with God. What is the equal means? Equal means that equal in quantity or quality. He is the fullness of God bodily, all in Jesus Christ. But for us, we are equal, not in quantity, but equal in quality. Jesus realized who he is. Do we realize who we are? You are made, you are coming from God. It's not a robbery to say, I am part of God. It's not a robbery so to be the equal with God. It's not a robbery to see I have the, the elements that a God has now is living inside of me. So Jesus being in the form thought it not a robbery to be equal with God. But he made himself of a no reputation. And took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of a man. Though it is an equal with the God, but he made himself no reputation. In another word, he humbled himself. He coming down into this flesh. If he realized who it is, he possessed the power, but he also humbled himself, made himself no reputation. And that is the key we must have. To realize that we're coming from God. It doesn't make us become haughty. Because of the pride. Oh, look at who I am. Look at who I am. No. He humbled himself. 
And for the bride, he's also humbled himself. Humbled, it doesn't mean that, you know, I'm lowly and make it. No, humble is to humble to the word of God. Whatever the word has said to you about you, you humble yourself to it. If the word is said that I'm the member of the bride of Jesus Christ the Lord, I humble myself to it. If the word is said that I'm the family member of that family that is coming from God, he is my father, I must humble myself to it. And no matter how unworthy I feel that I'm not, not to be matched to it, but Lord, you said so, I humble myself to that word. And if the Lord said you need to repent, and I also have to humble myself. If the Lord has said that you need to empty yourself, I'd also have to humble myself. If the Lord said that you've done something wrong, you did it wrong, not according to my word, I must humble myself to it. Make no reputation means to empty and to lay aside equality with or the form of a God. Though he was the same as God, equal with God, but they lay that at the side. And to, the make, to make no reputation means to deprive of a force, rendered vain, useless, of no effect, to make void, to call things to be seen to be empty, hollow, and even false. We're thinking about the, how this compared to the Son of God. He himself make himself no reputation. Emptied himself. It seems like the no effect. And sometimes I think that we parents that we feel that way. Sometimes we feel that we talk to the children, talk to this and try to educate them and bring them under the good atmosphere. But it seems like there's a no effect of it. And for Jesus, he making himself no reputation that become a man. It seems like it was just that he was a suffering of a sickness. He was a suffering of a difficulty. And he himself would even have to go on to the cross and uh, come to the point that he, was a, he has to be die. And everything was deprived from him. For the, for Jesus has to do that, for the bride that they have to do be the same way. God put us into this flesh. And sometimes we feel when we say certain things, there is no effect. It seems that when we pray, there's a no effect. It seems that like when we're praying for a certain situation, year after year after year, it seems that nothing happened. But you humble yourself to what? To the word of God has said so. Lord, if the word has said so, though I haven't achieved it yet, but I still believe it. Lord, though I saw that the children are going to the wayward, going to the world, but Lord, I don't know when they're going to be coming back, but I still believe the word to be the truth. You humble yourself to what is the word has said. And then the chapter 2, verse 8. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became Obedient. Became obedient. The means to give year to. Of one who on the knock at the door. Come to listen who it is. 
It's the duty of a porter. What does that mean? That means you hear the word of God. To become obedient means to hear what is the word of God has said. When God said to that, you are part of this family, Lord, I obey, obey to what is the word said. If the word said to the, you must die, repent, and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, then I obey what is the word God has said. Humble yourself and became obedient. And became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Humble means to reduce to a plan, reduce to meaner circumstances, to assign a lower rank, to be ranked below others who are honored or rewarded. When we say honor, others are rewarded. When we see the Lord has done that to that person, the Lord has blessed this person, the Lord has uh, uh, you know, saved that family and bring it together. But when I say, I didn't have that, what I do? Humble myself to obey the word. Lord, you have said so. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. What you've done to this person, you were done to me. Even now I haven't got it, but I will have it because the word has said so. If the Lord can deliver Sister Julie, the Lord can deliver my children too. If the Lord can deliver this person from a depression, Lord, I'm going, I'm humble myself to the word of a God. Disregard what is the symptom that are. Disregard what is Satan trying to say. The word says so. That's not says to the word. I believe it with all my heart. You humble yourself to the word and become obedient not to your feeling, not to what you feel or not, but obedient to what is the word of a God that says so. No vision, Terry, but he will speak. And God hired himself in simplicity. Brother Bram said, you got to let the mind that was in Christ to be in you. God dealing with man has always been in humility. He never does the deal with man in a great, big theological term. Tell me one time he ever did. He never does. He makes himself simple. A man wants to make it complicated. He make himself, but God make himself great by making himself humble. When you humble yourself to what is the word of God has said. When you humble yourself to the correction of the word of God has said. Then God will lift you up just as he gave the name to Jesus that is above all name. He exalted him exceedingly because he go into base. The Bible said that the mind that was in Christ being you, and he always did that which pleased the Father because he was the Word. So we have no thought coming. We must just believe what he says. If you could, then you could explain God. You don't know God by intellectual conception. You know God by faith. It's the only way you know how to believe God. And they said all of that, it come to the verse 9. Wherefore, God also has highly exalted him. And to give him a name which is above every name. When you die to yourselves, then God to that person, that life, that's living in you. 
You like Jesus when he humbled himself, become obedience unto death, and even to the death of a cross. Then God gave him a name that is above all name. Then when you die to yourself, die to your own thinking, die to your own idea, die to your own reasoning, die to your own imagination, no matter I understand or don't understand, but Lord, I die to all of them. Make me live to what your word has said. Whatever your word has said, Lord, I believe it. That's the maturity of the believer. That's the full power of the believer. When you receive it, what is the word has said about you? Not what a man has said about you, but what the word has said about you. And receive it not by feeling, not by emotion, but only by my faith to believe whatever God's word said. That's my anchor in it. And when you die to yourself, then he can come in that is living you. If you die fully, that he can live fully that inside of you. And then you can say it's not me living anymore, but it's he living inside of me. It's not a Murphy live, it's not a Jean live, it's not Brother Tom or anybody live, but it's a Jesus now living in me. And then when you fully believe, God will fully manifest it. And then that life will start matching with the name that you claimed. We saw when Jesus was a little baby, he goes through his whole life until, until in the Garden of Gethsemane. Then he died the most of death, the brother Brandon said. He died the most of death in the Garden of Gethsemane. What he did, he died to himself. He overcome himself. Who's our greatest enemy? You yourself is your greatest enemy. Me, myself, and Murphy is my greatest enemy. That's how we need to die to this thinking, to die to this idea. What is the word of God coming for? To wash us clean so that we can die to it ourselves. Then the life that is inside of us in the word will start to manifest it. When you die to yourself, you overcome him. Then the old man is died. Then it's the full obedience to the whole word of God entitles you the token. Or I can say this, the full obedience to the whole word of God entitles you the name that is above all name. Because it's not you living anymore, but it's him living inside of you. But Abraham said in the token, it's that a full obedience to the whole word of God to God's entire word will entitles you this token. Then he said, listen, how do you do it? If we said that the token, we said that's the Holy Spirit. If we can say that that's the name above all name. If we want to have that name with the life behind it, how do you do it? He said, Peter said on the day of a Pentecost, repent every one of you. And be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, the token. For the promise is along to you and to your children, to them that's far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. What a simple word it is. But humble yourself to it. 
when you humble yourself to what is the word of God has said, as simple as it can be, but as powerful as it can be. When they see in that wonderful display of the power of a resurrection, he, Peter, got up there and quoted a scripture of Joe and so forth, gave it a promise for that age, and showed that a requirement of that age had been met in Jesus Christ. In other words, that the life of Jesus Christ is matching with his name. And that he had sent back a token of his death. His death bring you this token message, the Holy Spirit. When he died, and if you recognize yourself, I die with him, then his life can come into you. That life match the name. And it's that the same life now come back and the living in you. And then Brother Bram said that, that token was upon them. That, that Holy Spirit, if I will say that the name that is above all name, then it's upon them. When they obey what is the word has said. And I'll say that the same spirit, that name of above of all name is upon you as well. When you obey what is the word has said. And they said that the token is to you and to your children and to them that's far off. Even as many as the Lord our God shall call will have to have this token. He said, amen. It's not they may ought to have it. They shall have it. You shall receive the Holy Ghost. You shall receive that name that is above all name. Because there is a life behind that name. When you receive the word simply, just with the face, to say, Lord, I believe this word. And that, that word started taking hold of you and started to manifest it himself. When you fully obey the word of God in full surrender to it, you are entitled to the token. Yes, sir, obedience, not he that says, Lord, Lord, but he that doeth the will. And then in that name, the Bible says that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. When you receive that word, you receive that life behind the name inside of you. That if that name is above all name, then all demon has to bow to that name. When you receive that name in you, all demon has to bow to that name. Every knee has to bow to that name. No matter it's in heaven or in the earth or the under the earth, he said every town should confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord. And that name is living inside of you. If that name is living inside of you, cancer has to bow to that. If that name is living inside of you, the sickness has to bow to that. If that name is living inside of you, the lust has to bow to that. If that name is living inside of you, the pornography has to bow to that. All those names must bow to that name. Why? Because the life matches with the name. It's not you living anymore, but that name living inside of you. I heard a testimony the other day that a brother in China 
I can't call his name, but you know who it is. And now he heard that a message that a few days, uh, a few weeks ago, that preached the, uh, the time is running out. Then what about the last one, the brother Timothy, that we were talking about? And then he said, you know, if the time is running out, what I'm doing here? I know, he said, uh, I, you know, I know there's a lockdown and there's a, a pandemic is going on in China there. And then uh, some said it was a lockdown. But he said, the Lord, we must be do something. It cannot be just a meter sitting here and the, the, the online, everything was blocked. And there was nobody allowed to uh, broadcast it in the message online anymore. Then he said, pray that is the Lord, I need to do something. Then he would just go online. Tried to get a ticket. And when they first they get a ticket, and they wouldn't give him the ticket because he was coming from the, the area that has another pandemic. And then they, they prayed, but after a few days, and all of a sudden, they, uh, they gave it a text that said, now you are free, that you can go to wherever that you go. He said, Lord, if you answer to the prayer of this, he said, I'm on my way. Then he teamed up with another brother, and they got on a high-speed train. A train. And they started to go to the place, start to share another message. And then they have to go to the home and dodge the police and the different things. But they said, we must do something. And then, you know, when you decided to serve the Lord, Lord will come out of the sin to vindicate what you do is the right thing. Because the life has to be matched with the name. And then he, he, the brother, he, uh, uh, during the meeting, then there was a person called him. And said, uh, would you please uh, to pray uh, for my husband? Because my husband uh, just a uh, uh, few days ago just uh, was uh, diagnosed with a liver cancer. It actually is in the fourth stage. And they said it only got a few months to live. And uh, this brother, when he heard that, he was thinking, Lord, why is it not something lesser case? Why is it not something that's just cold? I got a headache or something that's that I have to pray. You already got a four-stage cancer. Why would you let me pray? And he was thinking that way. But he said, well, the word has said, so by his stripe that he were healed. Then he said, Lord, I'm so weak. I'm nothing. I'm not even worthy. I don't even, I don't even think I possess that faith that's the inside of me. But Lord, I'm praying for this man. I only believe your word is the truth. As I said, the life must be matched with the name. He has been in the prison. He has believed in the Lord. He has been released from the prison. He has been having a desire for the Lord. Lord is not fussing with your past, my brothers. He doesn't care what your past is. He knows what your future is. Lord doesn't know how weak you are, but you are the family member. That's your origin. You're coming from him. Lord himself, he felt he was so unworthy. He doesn't have a possess, even the faith, even to pray. But he said, Lord, I'm praying. Just believe your word to be the truth. And then it is a prayer. He said, Lord, he said, I believe that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Lord, I don't possess that super faith. But Lord, I know you are the truth. He said, Lord, although my faith seems like very small, but Lord, I know your word to be the truth. Lord, if your word to be the truth, Lord, we ask you to rewrite to the report. And after they prayed, 
He's just living there in his mind. He's still doubting what that happened, what, what I'm going to do. And then he lived for going to another city. And then the second day, there a phone ring. And the sister, and he said, praise be to God. He said, we just did the test in the hospital again. And the hospital said that they cannot even find a trace of a cancer. It's not how much faith that you build up, how much faith that your eyesight I have, but it's a life matched with the name. When he said, I'm a believer, I'm a Christian, I believe in God, then there's a life behind that name. It's not you live anymore, but it in heaven now, living on earth inside of you. When the life and the name is matched together, the demon trembled. And in the mind, you might think, you know, who am I? How am I going to do the pray? But there's a different life living in there. You yourself might not even recognize that. But that demon in front of you, he will recognize that. You yourself even don't know how am I going to attack this job. But on the inside of you, there's a different life. It's not your life anymore, but his life living in you. Then when the life and the name matches... The demon know that. The demon saw that. When he saw that, it's not your voice that cast him out. It's not your feeling cast him out. But it's the faith that the life of the living inside of you makes the demon tremble. And there's another brother. I called him a white jacket brother. That he said, if the time isn't running out, what I'm here for. Then he started praying. He said, Lord, what I'm going to go to do is my life just selling the donut on the street? Is my whole life just selling some food to make a living? He said, Lord, that's not my life. That's not my desire. That's not what I want. Lord, I want a soul to be saved. If the times are running out, what about the last one? He said, what am I doing here for? Then he shared a testimony. He said, Brother Murphy, he said, I can't go. I can't. Because I have my name in the police station. He said, every, because of the one, that one time when they had a meeting, the police came in. And it registered all their name and the phone number. And then the police ordered them everywhere he go, he must first report to the police. And then, if the police give him the permission, then he can travel to a different place. And when he arrived in another city, he must report it to that local police. And that's so that they track him down, everything. If they did, even if they didn't show up to the police, his phone would become a, would have a different code. Then the police will come to arrest him. Then he said, Lord, what am I going to do? He said, I can't go anywhere. I have to stay here and do, uh, just do my living. Then he prayed. He said, Lord, you can change people. You can change the heart of the king. Lord, you can do things that is impossible. And then... He picked up the phone. He called the police. He said, uh, what about my coat now? And the police said, let me check it in the system. And when he checked, the police was silent on the other side. He said, there's no record. <laughs> he said, you can go anywhere that you want to go. You don't have to report to the police anymore. Our God is still the same God. <laughs> Brother, when the life... 
with a matching wizard name, the demon has to tremble. Your life is not your past. Your life is in the Lamb's book of life. God never fussing with you about your past. God never fussing with you what you have done, what you have done wrong. He knows your future because you are coming from the Lamb's book of life. When that life is living inside of you, now it just starts manifesting. It's not you living anymore, but it's the book of a life. Lamb's the book of a life. That life is living inside of you. It's the life of a Christ that's living inside of you. Does God ever fussing with the sister Bruce about her past? Never. God only fussing with one thing, with the sister Bruce, your desire. What is your desire? If that desire is for the Lord, God will provide it in a way. It's not how well you can do. It's not how, how sanctified you can be, how holy you can be. It's how much you believe in the word of God. When you believe that, that is your life. No matter what condition, no matter what situation, I believe the word of God. And when you believe it, that life of a believer, obedient to the word of God, matches with that name. Why? Because before the foundation of the world, God sent the lamb in his heart. And when he put his name on there, he put your name associated with that name also. So you must live that name. It's not that you try to live the, live the name, but it's that the life will interpret it in the word and to manifest it so that life alone live. It's not you anymore, but it's God's own life living inside of you. Let a musician come. And it's that name every knee has to bow. Jesus' name was on the Lamb's Book of Life. And Jesus' name was pronounced when he was a little baby. It's all the way the same name. But that name takes on different meaning because of the ministry. That name has the life unfolded, have come to the maturity, come into the full power, still the same name, but carry the full power inside of that name. That name will drive him to the death. That name will drive him on the cross. But he achieved the greatest thing that can ever achieve. Sometimes you might go through the darkness. But don't you know that is also the time God is a manifest as a name. That name cannot be just on the book. That name must be in that flesh. That name must be manifested in this day, in this hour, in your life. In a different person. Your name is not a sinner. Your name is not a sick person. Your name is not a laster. Your name is not a churchgoer. You are son of a God. Oh, heaven and earth after the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, demon has to bow to that name. Your cancer has to bow to that name. Your crippleness has to bow to that name. Your weakness has to bow to that name. That a tread down of a Satan has to bow to their name. Your inferior has to bow to their name. Because your name is a means of Miss Jesus Christ. It's not that the name of Jesus Christ in Loser's Day. 
It's not the name of Jesus Christ in Western today, but it's the name of Jesus Christ in this day, in this hour. This day, you have the full power of that name has been manifest. The last quote, and notice, not only Christ was a slain to take away sin, but your name was written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Before the foundation of the world, God wrote your name associated with haste. Before the foundation of the world. That is a stand. Your name is not just Clista, Margaret, or Billy, or Rami, or Harry, or Sam. You have a different name. You might not recognize your name now, but God knows that name. God knows that name that is put in the book of a lamb, Lamb's book of life. And now it is the time to manifest that name. That's why they say your name is not a sinner. You don't have to be tried down by Satan. You don't have to be bound by the habits. You don't have to be bound by those demon power, Brother Peter. Your name, oh Lord, I wish everyone can see that. Your name is after the name of Jesus. That name of Jesus has manifested in this hour in a different scale, in a different power, in a whole different level. It was different than any age. But God revealed his full name only to his bride. Then he said, you are the queen of heaven. Let's sing a song together. Let our worshipers arise. Let's just worship at him a little bit. How worthy he it is. Help me, Brother Ryan. Father, I see
God, we thank you, Lord. You're amazing, amazing God. Lord, how man can comprehend. There's no man can comprehend you, Lord. The greatness of our God. Lord, and no wonder we can sing, let a worshiper to arise. Lord, our word cannot express it. But Lord, only by our lifted hands, by our opening of our hearts, we say, Lord, come on in to us, Lord. Reveal yourself to us. We're so thankful, Lord. It's not what we're living anymore, but it's the life of a Christ that's living inside of us. Lord, you're not just to put our name on the lamps of the book of life and don't do anything, just to leave it over there. But Lord, you interpreted that name. Lord, you interpret our life when we're on this earth. Lord, from our born, from our birth, from our youth, and until now, and even until our death, you continue to interpret this life. Lord, that is a life to be matched up with the name that we declare that we have. Lord, that is a life of live that is worthy for the gospel. Lord, we don't want to live our own life. We want your life to be living in us. We thank you, Lord. Lord, you know how I love these people, Lord. Lord, I don't know what their condition is. Lord, maybe someone is the first time they hear the word. Maybe someone is still streaming to the service on the other land. Maybe they never know you. Lord, I pray, even now you draw nigh unto them. Lord, maybe someone not in their ought-to-be condition. Lord, you're not trying to rebuke them. You just try to tell them there is a better life that they can live. They might be bound to the better habits, by the sin that easily beset it. Lord, you never try to rebuke them and say you're nothing or not worthy, but you try to point them to the Lamb's book of life, which their name it is on there. They just haven't recognized it. Lord, I pray that today that you open up their eyes so that they know that there's a life waiting for them to live. What the life that they're right now, they're not in there it ought to be. It is not to the supposed to be life, but that's just the life that we're on earth. But beyond that, there's a life that you ordained your children to live. They should live a victorious life. They should not live by the, by the feet of Satan with treading them down. They should live a life that is a triumph. They should live a life that any demon that is coming before them when they saw the life that is matching with the name is a demon tremble. It's not a weak tremble, Lord. Oh God, I commit as a whole congregation that it into your hand. Lord, if there is any person that's been, has been tracked down, has been filled with uh, anxiety, anxious, or filled uh, nervous and fearful, or whatever it is Satan that tried to put it before them, I pray you, Lord, that you lift it up. Lord, that, that name and above all name, by Jesus died to himself, dies and obedience to the word until death. Lord, you said you give him a name that are above all name. Thou, in this day, that name above all name is right now living inside of the bride of Jesus Christ. And Lord, we believe we are the member. Satan is not feared about me. Satan is not feared about this congregation. But Satan has to be feared about the name that is above all name living inside of us. We thank you, Lord. I pray that you go with your people as we're dismissing Lord, may the presence of a God just go with every one of them until we meet again. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.
Let's sing uh, together before we go. Jesus, uh, the name above all name. I just shared uh, another part of the testimony. Just a few minutes. I was sharing that to the uh, the brother, the brother in China, <laughs> that he uh, prayed for that uh, cancer. But you know, Lord always have the greater plan. So that a man said he go to check and then uh, the hospital announces it's cancer free, and he's uh, so thankful. And he said to uh, this brother, he said, uh, he said, you know, I live in a certain, certain city. He said, would you mind, uh, 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 you know, come to our city? He's not a believer. He just heard the message. And he said, I had a church over there. He said, I want my church to hear this message that you were talking about. And just a few days before that, this brother prayed, Lord, because in, another, in this same city, there is a one sister hearing the word online, received it at the Bible uh, years ago. And he read the Bible. Also, they are accompanied with the Bible, given a message. So she read the message. She become a believer. And she said, why don't you come to our city and to uh, uh, talk about this prophet and share this message with us. So this brother was to pray, Lord, if it is your will, he said, give me a sign so that I know there's a sheep that in that city is waiting to receive. And Lord gave him a sign by totally healed that a cancer case. And that person is a, has a church in there. And now they're open and waiting for the message to be preached over there. What a mighty God that we serve. You know, it's just by one person and you receive the message and live a life and that life match with that name all demons tremble what a beautiful savior that we serve May, maybe we can just sing the all my life uh, what is that song just uh, sing it together sorry I hold you so long but uh, I just pray that the Lord will bless you let's just sing it all together
and uh, uh, if we can just ask that the choir come up, up, come up again to sing that a song. I think this is very fitting. This is the time of our worship. You know, you don't have to be uh, perfect so that you can worship. You don't have to be coming to it while they're coming, please. We're, we're, you don't have to be saying, you know, uh, Lord, I'm not worthy. How can I worship you? Lord, I just, uh, I had a temper that I couldn't uh, get rid of. How can I worship you? Do you know worship doesn't base on what you feel? There's only one place that you can worship under the blood. Blood gave you the right to worship. It's not your feeling give you the right. It's not how you, how you did, how you behaved. That doesn't give you rights to worship. The rights that you have to worship is that you are under the blood. No matter what you did in the past, no matter what you did even in the morning, put everything under the blood. Lord, I have a perfect right. I can worship you. And while the choir was uh, uh, singing this uh, song, we can all worship together with them. If you want to sit, you can sit. If you want to stand, you can stand. It's all up to you.
thank you for your time together, the worship to the Lord. I just pray, may the Lord bless every one of you. Uh, just before we go, let's sing, I'm amazed how you love me. Let's stand all together. And as we sing, as we dismay, so thank you, choir. And I'm so thankful that we're serving a great, great God. And it all things so that seemingly this world is going to the crumbling. And coming to the, we say that the world is going to the river of no return. And there's nothing that can be whole. But we're going to, there's no return too. We're going to the heaven, there's no return. And we'll return back to the new earth. But it won't be this order anymore. May the Lord bless everyone. That's the thing I'm amazed. Oh, I'm should be the happiest person in the world. May the Lord bless every one of you. Shake hands with each other. Say the best thing you can say. And until we meet again on Wednesday, Lord willing. God bless you.